0: For some, going to college means moving out. And although moving out for the first time can be difficult, it doesn't have to be. Being on your own for the first time might seem scary, but it is actually all things wonderful if we are able to manage. So today, we will dive right in to the basic survival kit needed for first time moving outs on Dear Freshmen. bella with one l and welcome back to the podcast this is episode three of dear freshmen and we're going to be talking about living away survival kit what it's like to move out what it's like to live away from your city for the first time and what it's like to learn how to learn in college and also learn how to manage your life as a new adult i would say (laughs) because i think um It really does feel more real once you move out. It feels more grown up. It feels like suddenly you find out that things don't do themselves and suddenly you have to be responsible for every single aspect of your life. That includes budgeting, doing dishes, laundry, taking care of your own health, taking care of the cleanliness and the order of your living space, and all that good stuff including groceries you know the fun grocery runs and i'm going to be talking about what it's like um before the pandemic because i did move out and live away when the pandemic wasn't here and i'm also going to be sharing some information on what it's like to do this during a pandemic um i didn't move out during the pandemic because You know, I moved out 2017, so that was before the pandemic. But I did have a few weeks where I stayed in my apartment in Jogja near my campus. And at that point, it was already a pandemic and I had to to be alone. (laughs) And I had to quarantine myself in my own dorm and just get by. As a college student living away from home in the middle of a pandemic. I'm home now, thankfully. Um, and I will get back there soon, I think. But I'm home now. It's much easier at home. But uh, yeah, you know what? Let's get to it. Let's get to the tall Um, as usual. In between the points, I'm going to be playing some tunes. So let's roll the first tunes. So, before we begin the first point, let me give you a quick disclaimer. Again, I am not an expert. This is just me sharing my experience and opinions with you as your friend, as your designated big sister, as your podcaster, whatever you want to call it. So, let's get to the first point. Um, the first point that I want to talk to you about is the moving out process. I think moving out tend to be heavy not only because we bring a huge luggage with us but also because leaving your home is just as exciting as it is it's still kind of have a weight on it because well you're saying goodbye to the place you're familiar with and comfortable with and also the people that you love but moving out to college doesn't mean you're not coming back home so don't cry too much well actually go ahead and cry but you know rejoice as well for the newfound freedom you're about to have and um i think the biggest lesson takeaway for me from the moving out process is to have a checklist of things that i should be packing because uh, forgetting things is not fun first of all it's expensive to get it shipped especially if you're moving out far and secondly, what if you needed it immediately and you just realized that you left it behind and it takes a few days to ship? Um, so that's hard. So don't forget to make a checklist and pack well. And um, the second thing that I was very thankful for from when I was moving out is the decision that I made to bring with me the things that make me feel home. I know some people call it clutter some people don't think it's useful it's like little trinkets that remind me of home but to me it's the perfect thing to have around so that I can feel home and I can feel closer to home and for me those things were my favorite stuffed animal and my favorite blanket it's keeping me warm and whenever I feel lonely or homesick I can just hug it so if you are moving out consider taking your favorite stuffed animal or or favorite blanket with you or your bike maybe your bike is the thing that make you feel home who knows and um i wouldn't say do not pack too much stuff because i know that sometimes when you're moving out you're moving out and you need your stuff but also i think it's helpful to have like a good division of stuff you're bringing with you and stuff you're leaving behind at home because um if you are planning to you know come back over the summer or anything then you don't have to carry your entire wardrobe with you again because you already divided your wardrobe from what you left behind and what you are bringing with you and you know you might even get new clothes In your new place so I wouldn't sweat it Um, what is important on the checklist I think the number one thing is your electronic devices and your documents those two things are important and cannot be left behind all right now during this pandemic moving out is a lot tougher than it was before the pandemic now that it's a pandemic my recommendation is for you to make sure that the things you're bringing with you are clean and sanitized before you pack them so the suitcases or the boxes need to be clean on the inside and then you clean your stuff before you put it in the box and make sure they are dry and you know ready for you to unpack them when you get there so uh, after that uh, make sure that the luggage or the boxes are closed tightly and neatly so that when you get to your place, the inside part of the box or the luggage, which is where your stuff are, is going to stay clean and you can just open it up and unpack it. And then once you get to your new place, you know, you can just sanitize the outside part before you walk into your new place and then unpack. Oh, yeah, don't forget to clean the new place and follow the recommendation for traveling health protocols, as always. And because the last thing you want is for you to get the virus before you get to college. Mm -mm. I wouldn't hope that for anyone. And yeah, just if you still have to move out, even though it's a pandemic, please stay safe doing it. Please follow the protocols and please protect yourself and protect other people all right um that got a little bit too serious and sappy i'm sorry let's move on to the next point. point second thing that i want to talk to you about is budgeting because budgeting is one of the most difficult things to learn when you first move out and especially during college when you're a freshman and you still don't know what to do with your college life yet and also what to do with your money and how to spend it wisely or how not to spend it at all and um, I think the first lesson on budgeting that I got is to budget because some people just don't I've met people who just whenever they get the money monthly from their parents they don't budget it they just kind of spend it day by day and then suddenly they realize nearing the end of the month that they won't have enough money until the end of the month and i think the best way to prevent that is to simply budget when you first get your money count it out and note down what your biggest spendings are going to be and what your most espe- uh, special sorry and what your most essential spendings are going to be and then set out the money for that one and then set aside some money for saving and for emergency and then you can go crazy with the rest of the money after you subtracted the entire number from the things that you have budget for yourself for your needs and that's basically it and also, I think um, one of the most important lessons of budgeting that I learned from my experience and also from what one of my seniors have told me, is that it is better to be eating well at the end of the month rather than at the beginning of the month. Because at the end of the month, when it's already near the time for you to get your money again, you at least know that you have done well with your budgeting the entire month and you deserve the reward. And you don't have to save up for a lot more anymore. Or better yet, do not spend it on, you know, the fun things yet. Until you get your next spending money. Your next spending. Your next stipend. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean. So that way, you already have the money for the next month before you go crazy with the rest of the money that you still have left from the previous month Um, and also uh, a budgeting advice from me to you my indonesian friends is to get insurance especially health insurance i noticed that in college i've met a lot of friends of mine who don't even have health insurance and if they do get sick, it gets very expensive because then you have to spend your money on um, doctor visits and meds. And that's usually not something in your budget because you're not hoping to be sick. Nobody expects themselves to be sick or hope to be sick. So it's not in the budget. Uh, insurance really helps because then even if you're not healthy and you need to go to the doctor, you don't have to pay for it. And I think that's really nice. I think... It takes away some of the burden and the sadness of being sick even though it's still sad and it still hurts. So yeah, so budget well, kids. And if you have a a stove or microwave or if you are able to cook in any way, cooking definitely helps with the budgeting. But you have to control yourself doing grocery shopping. Don't buy like some luxurious bottle of Olive oil or, I don't know, an expensive mayonnaise. Just get the regular groceries. Don't go too crazy. Unless your budget allows you to do so, then go ahead. Oh, on the health matter though, um, in connection with budgeting, I think keeping yourself healthy is much cheaper than getting medication. So try to keep that in mind and stay healthy so that you can also have more energy to have fun, and also have more money to have fun. Number three. Since we were just talking about budgeting and I did mention something about health, for number three, I'm just gonna straight up talk about the health factor with you guys. I think health is the number one thing that college students always take for granted and always forget to take care of why because we are young and we like staying up all night and we basically think that we're invincible but we are not people get sick we get sick and when it does happen it's not good and it's not easy and we're usually going to be needing some help from some other people and we ended up causing them some troubles as well. It's just, it's a whole ordeal and it's not worth it to go through with. So, dear freshmen, take care of yourself. Take care of your health and eat well, um, sleep well, exercise, you know, all the boring stuff. Hydrate, mm, that's number one for me. I think hydrating is really important um, and I really need it. Uh it's just health is such a second thought you know and I don't think it should be a second thought I think health should be a priority because when you're healthy you can do anything you want you will have all the energy and time that you need and you will just sail smooth you know so don't skip meals don't stay up all night if it's not necessary don't party too hard just just try to stay healthy you know and that doesn't sound like a fun advice or anything and I sound like your mother right now but um it's true that health matters and you will truly understand that when you're sick which I hope you don't have to get go through that experience but when you're sick you truly understand that health is very important Oh, I'm not sick by the way. I'm not saying this because I'm sick, but I've been sick in college and it was never a fun experience. Trust me, it was just it was just bad. Oh, anyways, um speaking of health, um other than insurance, which I mentioned in the budgeting section of this podcast, it is also important for you to find out where is the nearest hospital find out where's the nearest hospital from your campus from your dorm find out their numbers their emergency numbers and their regular registration numbers um, find out what services they offer um, the price and whether your insurance card work on their hospital 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 yeah hospital or not sorry brain fog but yeah um find out which clinics or hospitals work for you and you know get to know them (laughs) um i don't mean that you have to get sick i mean you need to you know browse information about them on the internet or you know register yourself there and get a get a regular checkup just so you can know the procedure of, of the hospital and make sure your card is working there. Just get to know them. Uh, it will come in handy when you need it. I hope you'll never need it, but when you need it, it will come in handy. Um, oftentimes, I get questions from my friends who have never been sick in college before and then suddenly they got sick and they know that I'm the the girl who goes to the hospital weekly. Well... Okay, a bit of backstory. I had a chronic ear infection when I was going to college. So I started college off with weekly hospital visits to cure infections inside of my ear. So that's why I know the system really well to the hospital. So whenever someone gets sick, they ask me, where is the nearest hospital? How the system works? How do they register themselves of the cashier? Can they just buy medicine? Do they have to see a doctor? Um, how much is it to see a doctor? What insurance card work there? Those are the kind of questions that I get because I visit the hospital often. And then I realize, even though my friends are healthy and I hope they're always going to be healthy, but I think it it really doesn't hurt at all to just simply find out about the hospital and find out about their system and insurance and all that stuff so that when you're sick you don't have to think about it anymore you already know what to do and that really helps and if a friend of yours is sick you can also help so that's the tea on health um i hope you're not hearing the blender sound that i'm hearing right now i think my mom might be making something with the blender, so I hope that's not too loud. Um, sorry, it's just I really want to get this podcast out and I have another homework that I have to do after this. That's why my quality of podcast is not, say, as amazing as it could ever be. But I'm a content creator in college, so I kind of have to just wing it. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support. Um, Now, um, regarding health, I think it's also worth mentioning that the coronavirus pandemic is still here, unfortunately, and I don't know when it's going to leave. So if you are um, in college right now during a pandemic, I think the health advice is just like any other health advice you have ever heard before. And it's all over the place right now. Just please wear your mask. Stay um, six feet apart from people. Do not hang out for no reason at all. Like If you have to do some group work or have a meeting, go ahead. If you have a part-time job and you need the money, go ahead. What I don't understand is when you hang out for no absolute reason. You just can't wait to see your friend and i get the feeling i want to see my friends too but if we keep seeing each other now and let the pandemic thrive and be prolonged and the curve is still going up and all that stuff then we'll never you know not will never correction um we would have to wait longer to finally see our friends again in a normal setting so just Stay strong and, you know, thrive alone. (laughs) That's such a weird word to say. I'm sorry. Um, But yeah, just, just don't hang out for no reason. That's my main message here. Wear your mask, only get out when you need to, and keep six feet apart distance from everybody else. And in order to maintain your own health, don't forget to sleep well, eat well, exercise routinely, and just be well yeah i know that's the most cliche thing ever to say ana akana would say that it's a very unsexy fundamentals but those unsexy fundamentals is what's going to keep us alive so try to be unsexy for once all right um next one while we are on the topic of health it is very much worth mentioning that mental health is just as important as physical health and managing mental health in college has been i think the most difficult thing regarding mental health that i have ever been through actually it's one of the most difficult things there there were some bad things too in my past before college but you know Being out in the world and having to take care of all of your meals, all the aspects of your life, your laundry, your dishes, your room, your living space, and all that stuff, while being sad is harder than just being sad and somebody else knock your door letting you know that dinner is ready. That's the best way I can describe it. Because when I'm sad at home, somebody else still feed me so at least i'm sad and eating well but when i'm sad in college once i move out no one is going to feed me so then i am sad and hungry and when that happens i'm gonna have to one way or another make some food or buy some food and trust me it is very awkward to order food with tears visibly coming out of your eyes and the waiters just kind of look at you and be like, are you okay? Are you sad? And I'm like, yeah, I'm sad. Just give me food. Um, Yeah, it happened. Don't question it, but it did happen. So uh, managing mental health in college is very important and can be difficult, but can be fun. Um, Here's a quick tip. I think the first step to self-care and the first step to managing your mental health and trying to stay sane is to listen to yourself because actually we know what we need. It's just sometimes we don't listen to ourselves well or we don't give ourselves a chance to even speak up to ourselves. Get it? So like um, if you need to talk about a problem with someone then talk about it if you need to be alone then say no to that party and just be alone or if you need company and no one's asking you to eat with them or go to the party or whatever it's okay to just ask first or go there first you know i'm not a mental health expert so i'm not gonna dive too deep into this i'm just saying Mental health is important and trying to stay sane in college can be tough in the middle of all the workload that we have to do, all the assignments, all the classes, and also learning how to manage to live on our own. It's, it's a little bit much, so just try to stay calm and maybe write some journal and take breaks. Don't overwork yourself or be too hard on yourself. Another thing that I think helps a lot with this mental health um, thing about college is to have a reliable support system. So have a a close circle of friends or family that you can always count on that you can always call whenever you need someone that will always listen to you and you should also be that for them just be someone's support system just support them whenever they need listen to them when they need to tell them stories leave them alone when they tell you to leave them alone because they need some me time just having a support system is so great and i think um It's one of the things that helped me the most during college. And all the mental health struggles that comes with living alone. Um, Oh, if you feel like your problem might be a little bit more complicated and your support system might not fully understand it or might not have the capacity to handle it and you feel the need to i would highly highly recommend actually going to therapy because getting help is actually a strength and getting help is actually really really necessary so you know if you need to go to a therapist and talk it out work it out with your therapist it's it's really good okay (sighs) Wow, heavy topic, eh? I didn't expect this podcast to be this boring. I'm so sorry. It's like I don't have anything else to offer other than telling you the basics that I wish someone had told me before. Because nobody told me this when I was a freshman and now I just kind of want to return the favor. So nobody else feel the same. Um, My college life has not been um, bad. Not at all. It's been good, actually. It's been great um it's just it's just not been easy and i think uh, a lot of people can say that about their college experience especially when they first move out it's like an adventure you know it's not easy but it's fun and we do it anyway and we will fall and get hurt and cry but we will get up and go back at it and laugh again and be happy again and then it will happen over and over again as more assignments come more troubles come and you know other things or maybe you'll fall in love who knows <laughs> okay this is getting kind of out of hand oh yeah to get back on track while we're on the topic of support system i think a uh, support system is not only helpful for your mental health and also just great to have but support system can also help you a lot with all the other aspects of living alone um, your friends And you yourself as the friend should be able to, you know, be there for each other to the point that it not only helps your mental health, it can also help your academic life. You could be holding each other accountable for all the assignments that you're doing. You could be sharing resources with each other. You could be working together. You could be studying together. You know, all that. Beautiful, beautiful stuff that will help each other along the way. Um, And you and your support system could also be taking care of each other in in terms of physical health. And by that, I don't mean you should cook for each other all the time. Unless you like that, go ahead. But by that, I mean, um, you know, remind each other to drink water, to eat healthy, to sleep well. And when one of you gets sick, hopefully not, but when one of you does get sick... Take care of each other and, you know, just be there and hold their hands because being alone at the hospital is not nice. When you have someone else with you at the hospital to hold your hand and talk to you, it's a lot less scary, a lot less lonely, and a lot more fun, um, even though going to the hospital never fun. And during this pandemic, mental health and support system is also something that's super, super tough because you can't hug your friends anymore and you can't see them often and you just basically the way that I can describe mental health condition during this pandemic is that because you're home all the time because I'm home all the time and um, basically I'm not going anywhere at all and I am just doing basically the same things over and over again although they are different things but If I can pull a conclusion from all the things that I'm doing, it's basically revolves around my laptop or my art supplies or the kitchen. Repeat. So, like, there's nothing going on in my life other than me in my room with my laptop, me in my room with my art supplies, me in the kitchen with a knife. That's basically my life. So, because nothing is going on, like, on the outside, everything is going on on the inside (laughs) so like because I'm not riding a, a roller coaster that I am used to riding like externally as in going to campus going to the cafe going to the gym I don't go to the gym but that's an example anyways because I'm not going to go outside and i'm not experiencing the regular roller coaster of the outside world that i usually experience i somehow feel like uh, my mental health has been going up and down like a roller coaster on the inside so because nothing is going on outside everything is going on inside um i think that's why people say get out of your head and do something during this pandemic whether it be channeling your hobby making a podcast like i'm doing right now or studying or learning a new skill i think that's why people say that because when nothing is going on outside everything is going to go on on the inside (laughs) and again i'm not a mental health professional i'm just telling you my experience and i think being able to do what i love like painting and um, cooking has been really helpful for me singing has been really helpful for me and you should find that thing that you like doing so much to get out of your head and it will especially be helpful if you are moving out and living alone and is now abroad somewhere in the middle of a pandemic trying to survive college just get out of your head and try to live even though you are indoors um or walk to the park when it's not crowded and you know breathe the outside air in terms of support system during pandemic what me and my friends really love to do is to have what we call a friday socials and it's basically we video call each other on fridays we talk to each other we play card games we play online games on friday it's just it's time for us to hang out through a Google Meet or a Webex room and just have fun with each other. And I think uh, that's been really helpful. And me and my friends also really love to study together. Before the pandemic, we have this favorite cafe that we go to whenever we want to study together. And then we would go to the cafe, we would study together, and we would, you know, just spend basically the whole day or night at the cafe to the point the waitress recognize us and I think are probably pretty sick of us, <laughs> but um, right now during this pandemic, we study together through video call, Zoom, Google Meet, all that stuff. Just we call each other and then we study together and the way we study together is pretty, um, pretty simple, basically. During our calls, one of us would share the PowerPoint or the material that we need to study for and then we would take turns explaining things to each other or reading the PowerPoint to each other so that everyone hears and everyone learns and we would discuss it too. And I think that's been really fun, that's been keeping me alive and feel like I'm with them even though we are clearly not together. I guess that's what they call together apart, huh? Okay. So that's the final thing that I've got for you on this episode of Dear Freshman. I hope. Um, You can take something out of this episode of Dear Freshman. And I hope it can help you out along the way. Or maybe you just enjoy listening to this and go about your day as you listen to this. That's also fine. And to whoever is moving out this year, please stay safe and um, have confidence in yourself. Because even though moving out sounds scary and having to take care of every aspect of your life sounds difficult but as the days go by you're going to be able to manage you're going to be able to get this and you're going to be able to do just fine or even better than just fine okay stay safe stay healthy and i'll see you on the next episode bye guys Thank you so much for listening to this third episode of Dear Freshman on Bella with 1L podcast If you like this episode, don't forget to listen to the previous episode and also the next episode on this same channel And follow us on Instagram at bellawith1lpodcast to join the conversation. You can also email me on bellawith1lpodcast at gmail.com. Remember, learning is a lifelong journey. So let's do it together, enjoy the process, and stay safe and healthy. Bye!